Welcome back. In March, Douglas Mackey, also known as Ricky Vaughn on Twitter, was convicted of conspiring to deprive others of their right to vote and faced up to 10 years in prison. How did he deprive anyone from their right to vote? Did he stand outside polling stations like the Black Panthers and not allow them inside? Did he change people's voter registrations? Nope. He posted a meme. A meme that obviously mocked Hillary Clinton's campaign. But in America, it's now apparently illegal to mock a candidate. Not really, it's only illegal if it's a Democrat being mocked. Because we're witnessing the Democrats make a complete mockery of our courts that have been weaponized against a former president just to keep him from campaigning. It's electioneering at its absolute worst and a blatant suppression of speech, especially the use of the gag orders. Speaking of gagging, here's Hillary Clinton discussing the Douglas Mackey case. So it went from speech to action meant to subvert the election because thousands of people who they targeted through their algorithms, oh, I can text my vote for Hillary Clinton. It went from free speech to subversion, she says. Hmm, I wasn't aware that the First Amendment has a subversion clause. But okay, let's talk subversion. Wasn't it Hillary Clinton who colluded with Russians to create a smear file of lies about candidate Trump? And then fed it to the FBI and the legacy media who pushed it out for years, not just to stop Trump from winning, but to then be removed from office as part of a coup attempt? Yep, and she never paid one price for that. Neither did anyone else. But a 33-year-old meme poster was facing 10 years in prison for retweeting a meme that he didn't even create. Mackey, who is now looking at seven months, sat down for an interview with Tucker Carlson in which he said, I thought this was America. I thought that we have the First Amendment. Upon his conviction, he says, I don't know that we are a free country. He agreed with Tucker Carlson that jailing him for making fun of Hillary Clinton sets a precedent. Just as jailing the January 6th defendants was also about stifling free speech and setting a precedent, a dangerous one that is ever expanding. Here to discuss is Chris Ann Hall, constitutional attorney. Chris Ann, thanks for being back with us. It's great to have you. Thank you. My pleasure. So how could Mackey even be charged with this crime in the first place, given the First Amendment? I mean, this is just shocking to me. Well, just for historical purposes, this isn't the first time this has happened. It actually happened in 1789 when uh, John Adams' Congress passed the sedition laws. But what we have to understand here is that I believe something even larger is being exposed if something larger than the First Amendment could exist. And that's what we're seeing here are statutes, federal statutes that are written in such a vague and overbroad way that eliminates really any burden of proof for the DOJ in the courtroom. But one of the problems with this statute and with federal prosecution is that the Department of Justice can actually jury shop. They can go anywhere they want in any district in the United States and find the right demographic that they know will convict. That should be a violation of our rights right there, because that's not what a jury of our peers actually means by definition. And that because the Department of Justice has these statutes written in such a vague and overbroad way, there really is no proof of that at all. The Department of Justice brings some people in a chat room uh, 
into the trial to satisfy in a very pathetic way the the qualification of having to uh, make sure somebody can confront the witnesses against them. But the bottom of the line is the jury is given a standard that is in favor of the Department of Justice because the burden of proof is destroyed by the vague statutes. And I think even bigger than all of that, Americans aren't taught the fundamental principle of check and balance on laws we call jury nullification. Mackey claims that the prosecutors couldn't find anyone who actually thought they could vote via text. Uh, but even if they did, isn't knowing how to vote an individual's responsibility? I mean, if I tell you you can go vote at the McDonald's drive through and then you go there with no time left to vote another way, did I deprive you of your right to vote or are you just stupid? I mean, how is there any weight to this? Well, it has to be, again, this is a criminal trial. So the burden of proof is very high. And the statute that they claim was violated actually says that a person has to be affected and or with the conspiracy. And that's another part of this judicial reform that needs to be addressed. This overuse of this catch-all charge of conspiracy is that they don't have to actually find someone. They just have to place a supposition, a speculation out there that someone could have been actually deceived. I think part of the problem was that the mean itself could have been better crafted making it look like they were quotations from Hillary Clinton instead of like a campaign for voting. And that really kind of gave the Department of Justice that little push that they needed. <laughs> Again, just so incredible that they are just taking this and running with it. I guess it just goes to show uh, how cautious we need to be now in this very sad day and age we're living in. Uh, another area that I know needs reform is the FBI. Uh, obviously, uh, they are a partner in today's tyranny, who, yes. according to Mackey, actually refused to tell him why he was being arrested. I have a clip that I want to play for you and then we'll come back uh, for your reaction. He was awakened in the early hours and arrested without explanation and then dragged off. Let's roll that. The FBI, are you Doug Mackey? Yes. What's going on? Like, I, I asked them, uh, they said, you're, we have a warrant for your arrest. I said, what for? For what? They didn't tell me until I got to the courthouse. Our country has just become unrecognizable. I mean, what are your thoughts on the FBI's role here? Well, what we're dealing with now is a weaponized administration where the process becomes the punishment. This is the kind of thing that you see in a typically Marxist communist country where you roll out extreme force or extreme show of force in an effort whose only effort is to intimidate the entire population into keeping their mouth shut. Remember, Roger Stone, like him or hate him or agree with him or not, he's an old, an elderly man who had no weapons in his house and you had frogmen coming up in the canal behind his house and a half a dozen of, of MRAPs and federal vehicles slamming in his front yard to arrest him. 
This is going to keep going, it, happening until the governors of the states and the sheriffs in the states start holding federal agents accountable for their unconstitutional activity in their jurisdictions. This is definitely something that our governors and our sheriffs should be policing over. And I really want Mackey's case to go to the Supreme Court because I want the Supreme Court to start putting the hammer down on these statutes of conspiracy and of no burden of proof for the federal government. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think it definitely deserves to go to the Supreme Court, and I pray that it does because something's got to be done here. I mean, whether it's a meme or a rally over an election, a, a pro-lifer, you name it, you express right. a view that contradicts with the state or threatens the state, and it's, it's arrest and it's jail time in America now, right? I mean, that's just seemingly how it is in today's world. Yeah, and if we really think about it from a constitutional perspective, there are no federal elections. The only elections that happen are state elections. Our constitution reserves elections to the state level with minimal governance by the federal government. If in reality we are to look at this from a constitutional perspective, the charges that were supposed to, that would have may arise or come against Mackey should have come at the state level, not the federal level. Our federal government, the FBI and the Department of Justice has grown by leaps and bounds outside its constitutional authority. And that's another thing that our states really need to start getting control of. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a fantastic point. Uh, we do need to get control of that. Is there anything we, the people, can do to try to counteract this and make some much-needed change here, or is it just past the point of no return? Well, no, we are not past the point of retur no return. We have a constitution, and our constitution is the supreme law of the land. We have state constitutions that are supreme laws of our states. But we must remember that our constitutions don't protect us. They're simply paper with ink on them. What has to happen is that the people have to demand that those they've hired in government abide by the constitutions and enforce the constitutions. But that really boils down to an educational point of the people. The people have to be educated about their constitutions and they must be infused with a boldness to demand that our elected people remain within the boundaries of our constitutions, enforce our constitutions, or not be elected or recalled if the state laws allow for recalling a person. Yeah, absolutely. It just goes to show the importance of really doing your research, becoming well-informed on all of these issues, and doing your part uh, as a citizen to hold these people accountable. There's no wonder why uh, they're doing away with reading and writing and arithmetic yes. in schools. They want you to be dumb so you can't get involved. But that's exactly what we need to remember in this very chaotic time. Chris Ann, we're all out of time for today, but thank you so much for joining us and weighing in. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. For all our viewers asking where One America News is heading in the future, we would like to introduce you to OAN Live. OAN Live is the best way to stay up to date on all of the hard-hitting, straight-shooting, national and international headlines. And the best part is, OAN Live is only $4.99 per month. All the credible, honest, unbiased reporting One America News offers at a fraction of the cost of cable. Just go to OANN.com to easily sign up for OAN Live and stay informed.